So when I was a freshman at Laura, some of my friends wanted to go skiing out at sundown. Growing up in Nebraska, we didn't have any hills, so I'd never been skiing before. My roommate offered to teach me, so I thought I'd give it a try. The first thing he taught me was how to snow plow. If you point your toes together like a plow, you'll stop. Straighten them out when you want to go. So they told me to try this a few times on the bunny slope and then head out to the big run. So snow plowing works fine on the bunny run when you're going five mile an hour. But when you're on the big run, going 20 mile an hour, and you point your toes together, they cross. Next thing I knew, I was rolling down the slope. So I learned to keep my toes pointed together all the time it was easier to maintain your speed. But it took a lot of energy. And after running down the slope a couple times, I was exhausted. So after taking a break in the lodge for a while, I decided to go out to the bunny slope again. This time there was an instructor there giving lessons, so I stood back and listened. He told this kid, look where you want to go, hop, and your feet will follow. If you want to stop, look at the side of the slope, hop, and brace yourself. So I thought I'd give this a try. It worked well on the bunny run, and once I got out to the big run, it wasn't so bad. Walking on water could be a little bit like skiing. You need to look where you want to go and move. Did Peter really walk on water, leave the boat, and trip across the waves until he took his eyes off Jesus and sank? Early readers of the gospel would never have asked this question. They would believe and say, Peter always walks on water. They would mean that all of life is putting trust in God and that sinking feeling we have begins when we take our eyes off of God. Like Peter, we too walk on water. We walk in a trust and know that sometimes trust in God is so real that we want to give our lives to him forever. Then we refocus on the world and begin to sink. Peter, almost underwater, calls out, Lord, save me. He didn't turn back to the boat where he knew it was safe. He continued toward Christ, even though he was sinking. He called out, and at once, Jesus took his hand and had him safe. That is faith. Once back in the boat, Christ calmed the storm. Jesus didn't invite Peter into the water once he calmed the storm. No, he invited Peter into the water in the midst of the storm. Unless we prepare ourselves when things are calm, we won't know where to look for help when we're in the midst of our storm. Peace is not found in the absence of storms, but in the presence of Jesus. Peter knew where true safety was because he knew Christ. Our big question is, where do we look when we need help? The one requirement for us to walk on water is we need to know Jesus. Without knowing who Jesus is and what he does in our lives, we won't know where to look when we're in trouble. Prayer and study and worship are how we come to know God. Even Jesus took time out to pray. His time with God did not close him to the world, but it inspired him to go help the troubled disciples. 
In our first reading, Elijah found God present in a tiny whispering sound, a sound that never imposes itself, a sound that only asks to be heard. God was not in the wind or the earthquake or the fire, but God was where he could have been easily overlooked if we aren't paying attention. We need to make a determined effort to step outside the boat and find Christ. We need to include each of these steps of prayer and study and worship to be able to know Christ. If we skip any of them, we lose our focus and sink. We have several adult faith formation opportunities to help you get to know Christ. Impact is a two-year formation program put on by the Archdiocese of Dubuque. Impact uses the Catechism of the Catholic Church, scripture, spiritual reading, and dynamic presenters to guide participants in formation of their Catholic faith. Each parish in our pastorate has an informational meeting scheduled after Mass so you can talk to parishioners who have attended Impact. One comment I usually hear from people who attend is, why didn't anyone tell me this before? All Catholics need to know this stuff. Youth formation covers what youth need to know. You're an adult now, and formation is still important. Impact starts September 9th, so get your information now. On August 27th, there'll be a meeting after Mass to talk to people who have been there. Another program new to our pastorate, That Man Is You, is an interactive men's program focused on the development of men in the modern world. It combines the best research from science with teachings of the Catholic faith and wisdom of the saints to develop the vision of authentic men capable of transforming themselves, their families, and their communities. That Man Is You honestly addresses the pressures and temptations that men face in our modern culture, especially those relating to our roles as husbands and fathers. That Man Is You is open to all men in our pastorate and will be offered at St. Mary in September. If either of these programs create a whisper in your spirit, call the pastorate office to get more information. Do not be afraid. Jesus is always calling you to a closer relationship with him, no matter what your age. Faith is not a commitment to a program. It's a conformity to a person who is alive and making direct interventions in our lives right now inviting us closer. We know every person in this room is carrying a cross, and most of the time it's hidden, and we don't perceive it in one another. But there is no suffering that any one of us experiences experiences that Jesus is not living and feeling and suffering with us. If you know someone who's suffering or has troubles, extend your hand like Christ. Lift them up from their sinking feeling and help them walk on water to Christ. We like sitting where it's warm and dry no matter what's happening outside. Faith requires us to step outside the boat, but sometimes stepping outside is scary. We might stumble, we might fall, but we need to remember Jesus is right there to catch us. Jesus didn't say our lives would always be peaceful or without storms. He said, come, follow me. And he stretched out his arms 
and he poured himself out on the cross for us, out of love for us. And he rose from the dead so that he can continue to stretch out his hand to lift us up, so that we can walk on water with him eternally in heaven. We just need to look where we want to go and move.